Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we'll be talking about the power of the tenant. I'm joined by Tyson Suter, a global business development manager for digitalization at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Tyson, thank you for joining us. Hi John, thanks. What's changed in the world of buildings and the technology and the smart devices that we use that have delivered additional power to the tenant? So the, the tenant has been very much the driving force for any building. But if, it's, if we're talking about healthcare or, or commercial office, it's really not the driving force for design. So um, the traditional A-grade buildings of the past is build them a nice showers and an end of trip facility and that will get tenants in the door. Uh, it doesn't really work that way anymore. They're, they're expecting more. They, they want to engage with the environment. So the design approach from the past was to build a standard building with the same functionality across uh, all of the floor space, add in a few additional features to uh, attract those tenants and hope that everything worked out. Yeah, and now we're seeing that they need to offer more to get people in the door for their company. So it's part of their hiring practice to say, what building are we in and, and what can we offer their employees or potential employees? People are very interested in being in a cool space, something that they can feel like this is a great place to be. I'm spending you know, 8, 10, 12 hours a day in this building, five days a week. I want it something that I can engage with and feel like this is, I, I like going here. So investing in that technology doesn't just improve the sustainability and all of the other approaches that we've talked about improving the operation of the building. It also can act as a, an attraction for potential tenants and potential hirers and, and staff for those tenants. Yeah, and increases the value of the building too. So how much can you charge for leasing if you have a really smart building? That, that plays a big part of people's decision-making process. And it's also about how efficient it is. Really, we want to see is that the, the building owners are really aware of energy costs and energy consumption more as more importantly, but also engaging with everyone that walks through that door, making sure that the experience is a positive one from wait times for, for lifts versus um, air availability and, and, and blind control and, and meeting room booking. This is all stuff that's becoming more and more important for people that have to work and live inside these buildings. So from an owner and investor perspective through that design process for new buildings, this mm -hmm. is a, a consideration. So they can look at adding some of these additional features, building into these smart buildings of the future, this additional functionality to increase this value, mm -hmm. increase this return on investment, this rental return per square meter. How about existing buildings? Yeah, so we're actually seeing a lot of um, uh, companies go into a building and say, let's gut it and, and make it ours. Like, so they're investing capital to be able to make their employees comfortable. So building owners sometimes don't even have to offer it and then they get the benefits of the investment by the company. So it does. It is a capital investment if you have to do it after the fact. But if you're set up, it's, it's an easy. It's an easy option, and, and it's obvious as well. But now we're seeing that the tenants and the employers saying we need to invest in this. So this is becoming a problem that is getting solved just through the natural movements and, and the change in the market. 
And, and how about smart devices? This is something that we've spoken about before, where there's more flexibility within buildings now. It's quicker and easier to derive more information and more data from the space. Does this enable tenants to make decisions for their own space, for their own needs as well? Yeah, so it allows them to put in a solution that they define as critical, so a smart solution, without having to engage in the base building. So this allows them a lot more flexibility. So they can have their design standards just for how the office looks and feels, but now they can actually design the technology as well. And it's not gonna be limited by what's installed already. They can really customize it to fit their needs. Okay, so in the past, if you wanted to change something in your part of the building, you had to talk to the building owner, you had mm -hmm. to talk to whoever maintained and designed the, the entire system. You may even need to upgrade that system from a, a whole building perspective to be able to achieve some of these things. But now with these smart devices, you can do it locally within your tenancy, within one corner of your own tenancy without having to engage all of these extra stakeholders. Yeah, it becomes agnostic to the solution on site which is really important when you're talking big corporations because they need to be able to, to pick a solution off the shelf that delivers the value that they think is critical for any office fit out and say, okay, great. We don't have to worry about the, the variables that we can't control. This becomes the solution that they can roll out globally. Yeah, and, and this is really valuable for a, for a company. Not every company builds their own buildings. And even if you do, you can't, you can't upgrade all of your building stock globally at the same time for the same functionality. So you can take this solution that you've decided is important, which is essential for your operation, for your for creating the space that you would like to deliver to your, your customers and to your, your tenants and your colleagues, and actually do this individually across the spaces that you control globally. And, and, and really fast. That's, that's the other thing. You can trial and, and test things with very little capital uh, investment. So you can find what works, measure it, and then say, this is what we want to do for our buildings and our people. And you spoke before about things, some of these smart devices, you don't need to connect them to power. You don't need to connect them to a network. You can stick them on the wall and they start to work. Exactly. And that, and that gives that flexibility to non-technical people to be able to deliver value. Which means tenants who have decided that they want to achieve something with the space can either do a complete fit out or they can just walk up and make, uh, make easy decisions, quick decisions about what they can add to their space so they can start deriving that value. Yeah, nearly becomes their minimal viable product, but allows them to be flexible and, and, and kind of cement what they really want to do in the future. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks, John. And thank you all for joining us here on Buildings of Tomorrow. Please feel free to comment, like and share this episode and also ensure to subscribe to us here on this channel. We'll see you again soon.